0: This is your Liana Samsara back again with Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. So, um, today we're going to talk about the new, the, sorry, the full moon in Taurus. Oh my goodness, this is the one we've been waiting for. This is going to be a wild and woolly ride, so hang on to your hats and listen up. We're going to give you all the deets and uh, where and how this might occur in your life. And some cool remedies for dealing with this very intense, interesting, to say the least, full moon. So, as you know, a full moon is when um, it's always in the opposite sign of the sun, and it is, represents the fruition of things that were started at the new moon, right? So, we had the, you know, we have our new moon a couple of weeks ago. Now, things are harvesting, right? The things we worked on are bearing fruit, coming to fruition. This is a time of very in, much intensity, obviously, because the moon rules our emotions. So um, the full moon in Taurus for this uh, is going to be what's happening on October 31st, which is, of course, Halloween. And it is also a pagan, a traditional pagan, um, I want to say holiday, but it's that's just so flat for me. It's more like a sacred gateway, a portal. And in, um, in the original nature religions and the, in the nature, the ways of the Druids and, and all the, the mystical um, you know, nature spirits, nature-based religions, this is a very, very sacred time. Um, it's called, I think, let me see if I can get it right. Okay, Samhain, I think it's how I say it, Samhain. Um, and it looks like Samhain, but that's not how you say it. You know how Gaelic is. It doesn't resemble anything in reality. But uh, anyway, that's a um, that's what's going to be happening on October 31st. We have this, uh, which literally is Gaelic. Uh, Samhain means summer's end. So um, the full moon is going to be on Halloween, um as if that weren't you know wild enough, right? Um, it is also conjunct Uranus. So Uranus, which has been in Taurus now for the last couple of two and a half years, it's going to be at eight degrees um, of Taurus. The moon is eight degrees conjunct, lined up exactly with Uranus to the exact degree. So that that's intense. Uranus energy, very much wild, unexpected you know Uranus is the wild card planet of the zodiac and so we might you know the things that we might want to look out for or the qualities of this full moon is that it's going to be very extreme you know there may be some um, very much surprise shocking surprises um, we may, of course, on a full moon, we always feel more agitated you know than, than other times because our emotions are running high, but in this case um, there it 's going to really be like a full moon on steroids, so you know you want we want all want to be a, aware of that there's this volatility associated with this full moon uh, you know we might be feeling imp- impetuous or impatient. Rash, you know, we want to make sure we're not making, you know, rash, impulsive, restless, um, impulsive decisions. It can be very chaotic. It can be uncomfortable because it's, you know, things that show up out of nowhere and disappear just as fast, you know, windfalls or losses, whether it's financial, whether it's relationships. Uh, of course, you know, Venus ruling this full moon, right? Venus is ruling this entire lunation, the new moon and Libra. But Venus rules Libra and Taurus. So she's not only ruling the entire f- new moon cycle from, you know, mid-October to mid-November. She's also ruling the full moon. Now that's that's pretty cool. That's, that's actually very good because Venus and Libra, this is like her home turf, right? She's very at home with Libra. Venus has been in, in in her detriment in Virgo for the last, you know, month or so. And so it doesn't do well. Venus doesn't do well in Virgo. Virgo's, you know, super, super picky. Uh, so um, it's not been her best place. But now it's in, you know, her ruling sign. So it's kind of setting the tone for some grace, connectedness, um, harmony, love. You know, these are the qualities uh, con- seeking connection uh, Venus and Libra seeking commitments and and connections like a committed relationship or a marriage, you know. So um, Venus and Libra is um, is definitely ruling the roost here, but the conjunction with Uranus brings surprises. So it may be flipping us, um, kind of like you know, smack upside the head, right? <laughs> um, maybe it's it. It w- you might be asking us, you know, what's really important to you. Um, what, about, what about material wealth? Um, is there, are we being weighed down by bling? You know? Are we really um, defining ourselves by, <clears throat> by those things? Or can we look bigger? We, can we pull out the camera lens and look at the world in general and say, wow, you know, what kind of values do I want to cultivate that are going to help others, that are going to help humanity, to help the earth? You know, so that that's a piece of what might be coming up for us as we move through this this new moon portal. Um, But in any case, um, yeah, there's I would say if you were to summarize everything today, expect the unexpected. Um, Venus, of course, rules money, personal finances, banks, stocks, um, your finances, your values, talents and skills, your resources. right? and so with the conjunction with uranus it w- it would bring you know a a kind of shocking maybe surprising or exciting uh developments that kind of you know show up out of nowhere um but um you know and and it might be that and and certainly when you think about uranus's role as the great liberator as we like to call it him or her or it, (laughs) gender neutral, right? Androgyny, whoot, whoot, here comes Uranus. Um, You know, it might be, uh, you know, just just kind of the reset, hitting the reset button. Uh, You know, we've got the sun in Scorpio now. And so Pluto, Mars and Pluto ruling the sun, Mars is in retrograde. So there's this, you know, we might be seeing some sudden reversals of things, which might be a very cathartic experience. Um, It might bring us to some very intense transformations. The way in which the transformations occur might be through crisis, right? Like breakdown, breakthrough, crisis, opportunity. So that's the Scorpio way. You know, if you've got this, if you're a Scorpio, if you're Scorpio rising, you know that well. Um, so there's this kind of cathartic, um, intense, purgative quality to Scorpio. So with the sun shining there, um, things coming to extremes and, and such, with the sun there, in the opposition with Uranus, there's this, you know, sudden cathartic movements, explosive movements. But all of these move us forward. As scary and 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 uh, upsetting they may be, um, you know, we don't normally say, "Oh, how delightful that a volcano has gone off!" And you know, right burn everything in his path no it's not delightful it's intense it's life and death but life comes beyond that so it's a matter of like the shake the snake shedding its skin right it's just you know there's this one life form and then one day it's over and some a newer one comes forth right, and it, and it moves everything forward, so these are the kinds of qualities that we might be feeling around the, this portal, and the days from now through the weekend, and even for a day or two afterward, this is these, I, 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 you know, qualities and, and, and feelings that we may be experiencing, so, um, yeah, not your normal full moon, that's for sure, Um I'm going to um, talk a little bit about where we might see this. Um, I will just say money and relationships. Okay, hey, you know, <laughs> two of the most sought-after uh, topics of concern, right, for for all of us, money and relationships. So um, let's let's talk about money first. Okay. Scorpio Sun and Scorpio Scorpio rules money, but it 's other people 's money it 's investments, wills, annuities, inheritances, trusts, you know things like that um, the op- The opposite sign Taurus is in um, with, with its personal personal finances, personal resources so there 's this kind of push and pull dynamic tension between a full moon, you know what we want versus what we need you know it 's like that balancing act. these are the things that come up well um i want to say that the um let's see so many things to say here um yes about you know be careful of going to extremes i would say too on a full moon you know we normally get very impulsive but with a taurus full moon we may we want to blow our money on something that might be frivolous or luxury item you know like i must have that cashmere sweater that's on sale it's on sale it's okay it's on sale Uh, all right well you know what um (laughs) and you must have it you know no maybe not you know so the, the tendency to to pull spring for bling especially luxury Taurus rules luxury items you know Venus luxury items the cashmere sweater um, you know a an expensive necklace that you may really not need you know or those extra whatever you know makeup jewelry fashion um, things of that luxury items um, bigger things too you know an expensive car or or what have you Uh, these things might be best looked at once the full moon passes you know let let this this extremely emotional time let it pass before and reconsider because a lot of things are bought on impulse on a full moon so you know be careful of your spending on a full moon and especially this one oh let's see um also with mercury retrograde you know it's how it started in into um in scorpio and now it's going to go into libra for that for a full moon well mercury in libra is again, Venus ruled, so maybe there were some contentious, combative, you know, power-tripping conversations, or thoughts, or, or, and attitudes that we've had to deal with in our communications with others, and it might have been nasty, you know, like vindictive, or mean, or, um, you know, uh, toxic, and volatile, you know, uh, vituperative, I like, I like that word, Uh, or vitriolic, there's another great vocabulary word, vitriol, right? So just you know, an acid tongue kind of thing. And um, so now, and we might have said, you know, when when Mercury's retrograde, we often, we say things, we misspeak, we say things we don't mean, or we, even if we innocently say something and just gets heard the wrong way, and there may be arguments about that and misunderstandings. Well, now that Mercury stepping into Libra, there's an opportunity to heal that, to come from diplomacy. Maybe we would revisit a conversation or conversations that we've had with with friends and people who are we're connected with and maybe it's it's a place where we can reconstruct and redo, right? With retrograde, review, reflect, renew, and maybe look again at our speech patterns or our volatility and say, wait a minute, you know, I just wanna patch things up here. Um, this is the opportunity that we have in Libra, that there's this reconnection and reconciliation. So there's that. Um Again, you know, taking the break if there is a breakdown in your life, breakdown or breakdowns in any area of your life, this is where you would take it to um, bring it to a breakthrough. You know, just even if you don't know how, just hold that in your heart you know i want to have a breakthrough i want to p- get through this seeming impasse usually with this you know mercury scorpio would it be like power tripping or manipulation or somebody manipulating you or you manipulating others unconsciously you know even if you don't know how to get there you can just tell yourself okay tell the universe i want to have a breakthrough here help me out you know call on our guides for help how can I do this? Or even it it might even just take approaching that person and saying, look, I just want you to know I'm committed to a really, you know, happy, kind relationship with you. And I know I, you know, and own it. Like, oh, I said some words that weren't the highest the other day. And I just want you to know, I apologize or, or whatever, or, you know, I want to have a straight talk with you about blah, blah, blah. You know, this would be a these are the, the this timing right now is where things that are emotional that we've been hanging on to, they can come up. Um, but they can come up very explosively in a Scorpio, sun, you know, Taurus, moon. Um, you know, things that have been stuck and stagnant, right? The shadow side of Taurus is like stuckness or things that we've been stubbornly holding on to. Uranus this full moon can liberate us from where we have been, in, you know, stagnant emotions, right? The moon being our emotions, uh, stagnant qualities. It's an opportunity to release those things. But like I said, you know... Remember to breathe, <laughs> so break down to breakthrough. This is what's what's available for us, and out of that, you know new openings occur that like weren't going to be there that weren't available before. So by letting go of our stuck uh, feelings and emotions, we're able to have these breakthroughs. We're able to cr- create things that weren't available before so um, so there's that. Uh, let's see, you know, I would say a good remedy for the, you know, I know for me, I can't always, the other, last night, I was like wide awake, I couldn't even fall asleep at night when I was supposed to. So you know it is typically always check the cycle of the moon if you're having sleep problems because you, you'll you often find around the time of the new moon is when you're just so energized. Well it's natural right? You got that full moon light and it's it can really charge us up. So just to be aware that uh you know if you're not sleeping you might want to get some sleepy time tea or um you know or some or some homeopathic uh that can um you know assist i mean it's it's totally whatever it is for you you know it, it's your choice and you do what you what you feels right but even just getting some nice chamomile tea is very calming uh, you know, and, and and maybe stretching before bed, five minutes to stretch, can sleep like a baby, maybe taking a warm bath, you know, a beautiful, warm, luxurious bath is, is a very, you know, Taurus full moon, right? Light candles and have some, you know, lovely scented, I don't know, some aromatherapy or something, you know, that would be a good remedy to keep us from getting too, you know, worn out from the Uranus conjunction. <laughs> um so, yeah, there's that. And uh, let's see. So there's, there's you know, about relationships and uh, and connection and uh, the idea to, you know, with Mercury Retrograde, uh, as I've said, you know, many times people from our past come back that we haven't heard from in a long time. With Mercury Retrograde and Scorpio, it might be just some really uh, relationship that had transformed us or had been very, a source of great... Um, intensity and passion and and maybe emotional catharsis, or maybe there was an emotional catharsis that needed to happen that didn't, but you know somebody coming back into her life is an opportunity to to revisit with them, maybe to patch things up it 's not necessarily to get back together but just to to make a reconnection and re and reviewing the ideas and the attitudes that we've had about those people so um so yeah, there's all that. Oh, so let's see. Um, Yeah, so moving on. So that's... Pretty much about relationships. Um, with to, Venus is going to be in the sign of, of its home sign of Libra, from around the twentieth of October till right before Thanksgiving. It's going to be on November twenty first. It'll leave Libra and go into Scorpio. So during this time, it is in it, it. There is a grace here, and and Lord knows, Goddess knows, we need the grace. <laughs> We've been coming through this Mars retrograde, you know, with a square to those Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto freight train and that has not been easy that's a lot of contentiousness and argumentativeness and such that we've dealt with and now with Venus coming along she's you know helping to smooth things over and where can we reconnect and where can we reconcile and where can we connect with people and you know maybe it's about reaching across the table kind-heartedness diplomacy wins the day right so um, there are all these huge potentials available to us um i i just want you to know i i went and looked at some a couple of interesting charts uh one of them was three charts actually now we're shifting into finances right taurus money okay this is a money month taurus and scorpio taurus full moon um money matters coming up um so I looked at, um, a few things. One of them was, um, I was feeling into it and I'm like, hmm, you know, this being, um, a time of, um, obviously a big financial reset as we've seen with COVID, you know, what about the stock market? Uh, Taurus, the bull, right, bull markets, right, Taurus, Taurus the bull, the bull of Wall Street, that giant bronze sculpture, right, this is, Taurus rules the stock market, so a Taurus full moon conjunct Uranus could bring surprises in volatility in trading, well, we've already seen that yesterday, uh, when the Dow dropped with 900 points, I mean, it, it was huge, right, this huge drop, and um, people you know the traders and trading was concerned because there was no stimulus check coming the the Senate adjourned and it's not coming back until what a few weeks or after Thanksgiving I think or after the election it's it's just intense, right so um, the you know the markets jittery around that and you um, you know, I have to say, I I looked at a few charts. One of the charts I looked at was the New York Stock Exchange. I have a chart that was when it was reincorporated in 1971. So I used that chart, and I found some interesting uh, activations there. It's definitely um, up. You know, there there is potential here for another market correction or an even bigger one. Um, we could see a a rebound as often these things are with Uranus and Taurus there's like stock market ups and downs and it's just more volatile but with with the um the particulars of this one there could be a market correction there could be another uh drop coming you know around the full moon uh there could be a crash you know these are all things are available um the uh the crash in um in 1987 there was it was called black monday in in october of 1987 mercury was conjunct uranus in the chart of the u.s um the new york stock exchange which by the way is the largest stock exchange in the world okay so mercury which rules trading exchanges busyness commerce right buying and selling that was conjunct uranus the volatile you know, surprise planet. Well, no surprise there, right? That it was conjunct. Well, um, right now we have, um, uh, this particular, uh, degree of, um, Venus coming into the sign in Libra, um, on election night. So it's not the full moon, but on election night, Venus is going to be at eight, like eight degrees which is in in the sign in libra which is a cardinal sign so 8 degrees of a cardinal sign is considered a critical degree it's interesting and that's going to be on election night it'll be only 4 degrees from the from the new york stock exchange uranus so it's it's where mercury was when the crash happened in 1987 it will be at the same degree on November 6th, it will be at the same degree it was when the 1929 crash happened. Now, you know, let's just breathe here for a moment. Venus will come along, you know, it's a, what, four, five weeks in a sign, four to five weeks in a sign, right? So Venus has passed that point million, a gazillion times since 1929. You know, it's not the only thing you look at, certainly not. However, um, Venus conjunct in, given all of the other things that have happened this year, given many, many things, and I'm not here to do an entire chart analysis of the 1929 chart, you know, that might be for another time, but I will just say that given the new moon, the full moon, and given the full moons at a critical degree also, eight degrees is a like I said, eight degrees of a fixed um, eight degrees of a fixed sign. Sorry, that's what I'm going to say. Eight degrees of a fixed sign, which is Taurus, is a um, is considered a, a critical degree, and it has the potential for a crisis, right? Crisis slash opportunity, <clears throat> breakdown breakthrough. So, just things putting things out there, just kind of like heads up. Um, watch the stock market. Watch what happens It'll, It may be another a course correction. I keep coming back to course correction. I think we 've all known that there 's been an over overvaluation in the market for a very, very long time, and there has been corrections through the years and in the last year and months. however, um, you know it might there might be even bigger ones in store so uh, again, this is just something to be aware of. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. The other thing was that the full with the full moon, um so you know, moving away from that, you know, not to not to freak anyone out, but just to say, you know, there there could be some volatility that shows up there. So I I guess the question that we want to ask ourselves is, given all of that, you know, I think these things are opportunities to say, you know, how much of our identity um, is, and our self-esteem, Venus, right, our, our sense of self-worth, is bound up in materialism. I think this year, uh, like no other year, you know, it was definitely a, a cold ice bucket of water uh, over our heads with millions and millions of people being out of work and still out of work right now. Record unemployment as we are inching toward this, um, you know, huge, hugely important presidential election maybe the most important one of our lives so it's really been um, a very difficult and trying time and here we are trying to you know make sense of this and find some empowerment yes it's been a very difficult year um, next year is not going to be like this. We, we have this birth, as we've said before, you know, I've said, it's like the baby's head is crowning, you know, we're, we're birthing something here and it's messy in the beginning, right? It's just messy during this process. Um, but the process, of course, you get a beautiful baby, right? Out of the whole thing. And there is going to be a great, great baby. But first this stuff has to, fall away and 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 that process is messy you know so um, lots of things come up but I I have to go back to that point about our worth what is worth fighting for Um, what is really important to us what is where are we really placing our values Is it that, you know, I must have my Mercedes-Benz, you know, and I I am nowhere without my luxury home with, you know, do you know? Um, Or some, for for those of us who are in that lifestyle, or for wherever we have been hanging on to uh, maybe some outmoded concepts about uh, what constitutes value. Now we're looking at a different uh, through a value through a different lens. When you think about the glacial the glacial melt and global warming and uh, the shift in temperatures, when we when we think about you know the ravages of the earth and the plastic and the oceans and things like that, it, it's like wow, you know, when we we, we pull the lens out and look at that. Huge collective picture, and then making our choices from there that's the what's the opportunity that's available to us. We're redirecting and reorienting what's important. If you know that somebody had to suffer, you know if you bought that shirt that was made by some child in some third world country in a sweatshop, you know are you, let's rethink that you know who cares that you you, know, you have some shirt that you really really like, but but you're, but the, the people that produced it, you know, there's a win-lose there, so maybe it's about looking at win-win, you know, is that a, really a win, is that really uh, something worth pursuing, so these are the kinds of things coming up. Uh, I would say too, with Uranus ruling the, the, you know, the enlightened society, the Aquarian age, the World brotherhood and sisterhood world community um world non binary let's let's get out of the gender divide here let's let's just be all inclusive right l g b t q i a and beyond why being limited with that um to really look at the entire spectrum of humanity and be inclusive that nobody's left out that nobody's alienated that we're all included that we all matter and that we can all lift out reach out and help each other you know these are the themes like what is that that wonderful saying a rising tide lifts all boats so this rising tide of a desire for community and connection that's going to benefit everybody, no matter what income category we're in or demographic. It's that the desire to help will transcend all of those boundaries. And, um, yeah, just looking out for the whole, um, breaking down isolation, the feeling of being an outsider or, or being alienated, being left out. It's like le- we're creating a society where nobody's left out. You know, this is this is what's available. Um, how might that play out with this new moon? Uh, I'm sorry, full moon. And certainly, you know, into the next two weeks, right? As we wind down this lunation in Libra, well, with the conjunction Uranus, you know, it's having us think about, like I said, uh, new I- innovative ways. To connect, so maybe it's like think about having a Zoom party, or maybe it's Thanksgiving. You know, maybe Thanksgiving has to be on Zoom this year because of COVID. Uh, Uranus rules the web, so maybe it's about getting our um, our wonderful little you know Thanksgiving dinner and all the treats and 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 having uh, connecting with maybe there's someone in our family that you know is a nursing home and can't travel and. And you can connect with your mother or grandmother or an elderly person in a nursing home and, you know, have have a Thanksgiving meal with them and smile and wave and, and talk and connect like that. You know, yeah, it's it's not the same as being in person, but it's about being inventive and innovative. You might even consider a vegan Thanksgiving. That would also be in line astrologically, some, an, an unusual alternative to... You know, Uranus is about the alternative to uh, the conventional. So instead of a turkey Thanksgiving, it's like, wow. Well, here's a compassionate thing: no animals were killed. You know, for no, 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 no one suffered to bring this meal to our table. No, no sentient being suffered. So that's a, another place you know where it could play out. Um, v- Venus and Taurus, you know, rules fashion and luxury. So, and with the Uranus conjunction. I would say, especially this weekend, let your fashion freak flag fly. Ooh, ah, say that ten times fast. <laughs> let your fashion freak fly. F- let your fashion freak flag fly. So step out. You know, maybe you get this fabulous Ralph Lauren outfit, but then dye your hair green. I don't know. You know, <laughs> just be different and have fun with it. Just let yourself. B. Um, Billy Porter. I think of Billy Porter. Oh my God, I love that man. He's he's so cool. He won an Emmy, didn't he? Anyway, um, Billy Porter, look him up. Look at all these outrageous outfits he wore. Last year when they had the Metropolitan uh, Museum of Art, they have that annual fashion gala, and he showed up with, the, I think it was this hat that had this electric I guess battery operated curtain and his, his face and all was completely covered by this curtain on the brim of his hat. It was like a fedora kind of hat. And then when he, he opened the, the curtains parted and there was his face and it was like open and close. I mean, <laughs> it was so cool. So, you know, find your inner Billy channel Billy in your own way. Then you don't have to, you know, it's not about looking like Billy, but be your own Billy. Uh, let's see, unusual connections, all right, anything with Uranus is going to be unusual, offbeat, different, and to celebrate that, so yeah, um, I think that's about all I wanted to say, that's all, oh, and I'd say hey, with Mars, retrograde, in Aries, it's still going to be there f- f- until November 13th, so where do we need to step out to be bold, Where's, you know, what's, what's it going to take to, to pivot? I think we've been looking at, I know in my dream state, I've been seeing the universe has been showing me with images and symbols and dreams of, you know, old ways of being, you know, this Yang Mars energy and how that's being weakened and re-reconstructed and taking new pathways. Being bold doesn't have to be this Yang, you know, combative energetic Mars energy you know, stepping out and being bold can be in a whole new dimension that incorporates passion and compassion, rather than, you know, dominance and such. So, uh, yeah, so there's all that. I would say with this new moon coming up, a full, sorry, I keep saying new moon, full moon coming up, it's always good to do deep breath, Deep breaths, just, just keep breathing. Uranus there, you know, it's uh, kundalini energy, uh, the nervous system. Being, um, you know, deep breathing is, is, does wonders for our electrical system, our nervous system. Uh, definitely um, taking good care of ourselves and our adrenals and kidneys and such um, with, with that. And being, um, really taking good care and um, not stressing out and not burning out. So, yay. Uh, Let's see Um, where we might be. um, I want to just say two things um, politically. I, I know a lot of people have asked me about Amy Coney Barrett, you know, her being sworn in. Well, I have to say they obviously did not hire an astrologer in the swearing-in. So for those of you who are upset about this, just know that it's a weak chart for her swearing-in. We have Mercury retrograde. We have Mars retrograde. We have Mercury Kazemi. We have Mercury in a Caden house for Washington, D.C. And 8.07 p.m. was when she was sworn in um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this was, this is not a very strong Mercury. Mercury rules agreements and contracts, right? The swearing in. Um, so, you know, whatever is going to happen there's going to be a revisiting, you know, because of Mercury and Mars, the two personal planets, both retrograde. When they come go, um, direct, there's gonna be revisiting, there's a there's be adjustments made here. So that could very well indicate, you know, as as they were saying in the campaign, you know, Biden packing the court if he gets elected. So uh this this is very it's not necessarily about her leaving, but definitely changes and adjustments to how this uh this her whole situation would play out. And who knows, she may be pivoting. You know, people People can move and change and shift. And so, you know, we don't want to lock anyone in, wherever they are on the political spectrum. Don't lock somebody in to, you know, this is true, this is how it is. If anything, we're seeing now that we have to be fluid. We have to just be flexible and open-minded. And, um, you know, I'm even hearing, giving people the benefit of the doubt, um, coming from our heart. You know, in the in the moments after she got sworn in, I, there was a lot on Twitter of people really angry. I mean, you know, I get it. Okay, it's not like we're not allowed to be angry. If they were not happy with her, okay. But the but there were so many people like we'll seek revenge, and you know, da da da, and it's like no. I don't care who you are, just this planet, our new society, it's not about revenge. That's like old math. And then we're playing into the old same little BS that we're trying to get out of. So please, everyone, please knock it off, okay? I'm being nice. There it is, Mercury and Libra, saying it politely with my Ralph Lauren trouser pants. No, (laughs) it's just okay. Can we all be nice? can we be dignified and as my mother god bless her she was a libra son she used to say you know you be bigger when that person you know as michelle obama once said when they go low you go high my mother used to say something very similar you know don't lower yourself to that you know we come to our mother complaining she's like no don't lower yourself you know be be the bigger person So, uh, this is, it's not an easy time to do this, but we have to find that strength within us that is there for us to, um, be the change that we wish to see in the world. So, um, my little inspirational talk for today. So anyway, so there's, there's that for Amy Coney Barrett and, um, you know, I just had to say too. with, you know, I, I couldn't help, but I had to go back to Trump's chart. What can I say? Trump's Nessus. Like this, this, this new, this full moon is conjunct his uh, asteroid Nessus. And it's a, that's actually, it's a centaur body out by Pluto. Yeah. uh, So he, that's about betrayal, a betrayal of principles. Um, It's in his ninth house with his, you know, moneyed high-end friends feeling like he's been betrayed. Uh, He's betrayed and been betrayed by them. And this full moon is like shining light on it. So you might find, and also, you know, it would have to do with um, sexual assault so you might be there may be some shocking news that comes to light you know regarding like the Jeffrey Epstein connection something like that um so there's there's some uh and it it is squaring that full moon is squaring his Pluto in the 12th house so there could be some nasty criminal things regarding underage women you know and uh, you know, all of the things that we saw, you know, the, we've all seen the video footage of him hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, so who knows, there could be more coming in that regard, um, as a result of this full moon, of that nature, financial, uh, you know, the youth trafficking, things, things like that, (sighs) so like I said, you know, expect the unexpected, uh, it can be very shocking, and um, but we have each other we have each other to lean on and to um, practice grace grace under pressure um, would certainly be a good thing to to come from and um, and resolve you know not like you we're not being pushovers here it's really about we can be polite but we can also be firm and we can stand for what is right but with grace with grace so I think that's all for now. I just want to say my next interview uh, is going to be shortly after this one. Um, I uh, Similjana Gavrancic from Serbia. She's awesome. Oh my god, we're going to have her on finally. And she's going to talk about the US election and what she found. She's done some in- incredible research. I know I've mentioned her before in previous podcasts, but I'm um, We are on. Our next episode is going to be about the election and what she feels and what she has discovered. Some fascinating information around past presidential elections, even going back to like James Madison's time, right? And John Adams, right? So we're going way back. (laughs) This girl, she is a researcher. I thought I was a researcher. I have met my match. Anyway, so she's going to be sharing with us, and she publishes the I Am Infinity Astrological Magazine. She has wonderful uh, writers, astrologers from all over the world that write in in her magazine. So uh, you can go on Google that up, uh, I Am Infinity Astrological Magazine and yeah so we're looking forward to that one in the meantime i wish you much peace meta blessing in this uh wild and woolly (laughs) roller coaster of a full moon (sighs) keep breathing people all right we've got this right we've got this all right my dears um until next time this is Irliana samsara star sound astrology star sound speaks namaste